Welcome back, everyone, to this episode of Betting the Grid, part of the Better Than Nothing universe. I am your host, Jack, with my co-host. I'm Pat. It is Pat, and this is also our first ever recording where we're videotaping as well. Uh, we're going to talk about that kind of at the end of the episode, but we may be on YouTube uh, here going forward. So uh, just before we kick things off, as always, I have to read our uh, disclosure. Uh, we are not in any way, shape, or form offering financial advice. Everything we share is speculation and opinion. Check your individual state laws to see if sports betting is legal or what options there are in your specific state. If anyone you know uh, is addicted to gambling, call the National Council on Gambling at 1-800-522-4700. Their info will be on our show notes. As always, our lines are taken from BetMGM as per September 28th. 2022. Pat, good to be back in the uh, studio with you. How have you been? Been great. Always great to get back in the saddle. I know, you know, it's been kind of fun uh, these last two weeks, you know, kind of having to step back from racing, uh, you know, that kind of the gauntlet, those three races back to back to back. Uh, I feel like it took a lot out of me as a fan. Uh, the early wake up calls uh, and everything, you know, being uh, in the United States here. Uh, so really excited to uh, get back into it with a, with a now funky race. Just shows you how much you missed it. It, re- it really does, you know. Uh, and, you know, we have a uh, kind of fun racing night as well. We're going to try our hand at a, a little co-op Singapore and see how that goes. But I expect a DNF from at least one of us. That'll be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just to start on this episode, I think just because it's been uh, about a, a two weeks since our last one, we want to talk about some major news uh, that has come out of the world of F1 before we kind of hop into the betting aspect. Uh, so, Pat, what's been kind of your favorite story uh, over the last two weeks? It's a heartbreaker. Nicholas Gotifi leaving Williams. Oof. That is a, that, that's a tough one to hear. You know, he's been there, what, three years? Give or take. Uh, the, his performance has just been too bad, and the money finally was not enough to keep him around. You know, there's been a running joke. Uh, you know, he'll be for, forever goaded because of that purple sector it's true. he had. He had one purple sector, so that really just goes to show the lasting impact he's had on the sport. Always remember FP3 and Hungry. <laughs> uh, so, so for me, uh, I'm going to go with uh, maybe a bit of a wild card here, but Zhou Guang Yu uh, actually getting to stay at Alfa Romeo. You know, he's, uh, I think, done very well this season, uh, giving the car is uh, kind of garbage. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's uh, not really his fault, uh, and I think he's put up some good numbers. He got in the points last yeah. week. Or I guess, yeah, two weeks ago. Um, so that was great to see um, there. So good to see him. Uh, is Botas uh, contracted for? Botas is uh, um, locked up for next year, the Alfa Romeo, keeping the same squad for next year. Oh, I like to see it. Yeah. Love, to, love to see Botas uh, in that white and red. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, oh, another fun thing. You know, I don't know if you saw in the Twitter sphere, but uh, been the 10-year anniversary since the announcement of Lewis Hamilton moving from McLaren, where he got his first World Drivers' Championship, to the somewhat mid-tier Mercedes. Yeah, no, it was a big shakeup at the time. The McLaren had been dominant for a long time. Mercedes was a, I don't want to say a newcomer whenever they switched from Braun, but it's still a bit of a wild card. I like it. You know, I saw a fun fact. 
McLaren has won one race since Lewis Hamilton has left. And who won that race? Danny Boy. The honey badger himself, Danny <laughs> Ricardo. And so that leads to me to my last point of the major news stories is that Daniel Ricardo still doesn't have a home for next year, and it is just very sad. If you don't have Vettel or Ricardo in the next season, it's just going to be so, so sad. It, it, we've, it, it's really, I, I think, maybe a changing of the tide. Obviously, we still have some of the greats in there. Obviously, Fernando Alonso, Lewis Hamilton in there. You know, but not really that, I guess, kind of the more older homage of, you know, the Vettel with Red Bull and then, um, you know. It's a young man's game right now. Like, you lost Kimmy last year. A lot of those old, familiar faces are just gone right now. So, bit of a shakeup on the grid next year. I'm not seeing some of those mainstays. Oh, yeah. But we'll certainly make it for an interesting uh, season when we have some new, uh, new faces. Sure. Uh, so, very much looking forward to that. All right. Now, on to... The betting aspect. So one thing that we want to try to do is it's hard to just pick Verstappen, you know, and I know we said that on the last two podcasts and so we haven't, but that also means we're both 0-2 in picking race winners. Uh Uh, So we're going to try our luck at free practice and qualifying uh, because that's totally better uh, than betting the actual race. Uh, So Pat, for the the Singapore pre-practice, who's your pick for it? Give me something crazy. I gave Vettel his praises about how he's a historic winner at the track. Anything can happen in FP1. Give me Vettel for something wild. Dude, Vettel isn't going to get out of... All right, okay. Free practice, yes. I'm, yes. Thinking, I'm thinking quality. I'm like, he won't get out of... I would not he make will that. not I, get I, out of... That is ill-advised. <laughs> Free practice, though? Why not? That, that is fair. So, uh, for this one, I'm going to go with George Russell in the Mercedes. I just think he's very quick, always at the top of the pack. You know, with free practice, historically, we never see Verstappen really get a dub there and then we'll, we'll talk about that in qualifying as well but I just think you know he's got the pace I think he's really trying to prove himself in the Mercedes because I don't know if you saw Lewis Hamilton actually came out and said uh, when they were doing some interviews that he's going to essentially put the pedal to the metal uh, for these last races and really try to you know cement himself you know in a pretty good uh, you know driver's championship standings at least I like it um, so I think that's also going to fuel George and I think Toto is going to let them battle. So I think George is really going to try to find his pace. Uh, unfortunately, that can mean maybe a wall or two. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, risk reward. I like it. I like it. So, yeah. all right. Now now on to qualifying where you can't throw out Vettel. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know. Not, not that I don't want to see Vettel get it. It's just the, uh, the Aston Martin is uh, incredibly slow. But Lance Stroll, somehow always in the points. Yeah. I don't know what it is. In the race time, that car kind of comes alive. and qualifying, it's very dead. But free practice, it's kind of hit or miss. So that car, I don't really know what they're doing over there at Aston Martin, but something wacky could happen. So I've been doing zero research on Aston Martin, so you know, take this with a grain of salt. But I'm convinced that all of Daddy Stroll's money is just going immediately into Lance's car, and Vettel is getting B-spec or even C-spec as the, rate, as the season progresses, because there's just absolutely no place for Vettel. And I, I still believe he has, you know, he's he still has it in him. Yeah. But you know, it's just the car is lacking so much. You know, he's hanging out in the back with uh, our his good friend uh, Mick Schumacher. <laughs> mm. Yeah, seen no data to support it, but very plausible. <laughs> so so on to qualifying. Who do you got? Quali, that's a tough one, and obviously you don't want to pick for Stappen, but give me give me Leclerc in qualifying. No, it's. Only your second best odds at plus 200, but Leclerc's quick. He's gotten a win here before. Why not? 
Oh, also, just to go back, George Russell was plus 800, and then I believe you already said Vettel at plus 20,000 uh, for those uh, free practice one uh, bets. Yeah, so for qualifying, you got Charles Leclerc at plus 200. I really like it. Uh, so I am going to go with Lewis Hamilton at plus 800 mm. because of the comments he made. I think he is going – there is – no type of leash on him this year. Like I think he's going to just go full throttle. He is now fully competing against his teammate, which, you know, Mercedes back in the day, Botas, other than that one time where he basically told the pit crew to F right off uh, on fastest lap. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think we're going to see a different beast uh, from him now that he's not the leader of the pack. Poor Valtteri. Valtteri, let Lewis through. <laughs> yeah, Valtteri, please let Lewis through. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So those are just our quick little uh, free practice and qualifying bets, uh, just to give you a little flavor of what we're kind of thinking. Now, I wanted to just do a quick recap on our race winners that we had for last week. So, uh, yeah, I took, to you. I took Jack's Quali winner to win the race overall. I took Hamilton. He's sitting at plus 800 right now, which I still think it's a good bet. The Mercedes hasn't been the quickest in straights. But Singapore, you don't really have that problem. There's not too many long straights that the Red Bull kind of thrives on, so I still think it's a solid pick. I like it. I like it. You know, obviously picked him for quality. But I will say, so Lewis Hamilton is plus 800. Back on the original, or on the first, the other Singapore episode we did, he was actually plus 1,000. So those odds, it seems like betters are putting a little more money on him as well. And I'm also going to stick with my kind of original, Carlos Sainz. Nice. I think he really, you know, he, you know, he's, has he seen first place yet? Uh, Silverstone, he got Sil- his first win. Yeah, so he finally got his first win. He's tasted, he's tasted that victory. I think he has it. And much like Lewis Hamilton going a little up in odds, Carlos Sainz has also, he's now plus 1,000, uh, and he re- was originally plus 1,100. Uh, so just a little boost uh, in odds there. I know we had some wild cards. Y'all can listen to the other episode. If you want to hear us talk about some some wild favorites of Lando Norris and Fernando Alonso, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Pat. So now I want to kind of move on to some special bets. Uh, you know, pay, picking the race winner is always difficult, especially given the cars and how fast they are relative to each other. So I want to hear your thoughts on one of our points in the last episode. If uh, as a viewer, if you may remember, we talked about DNFs, and DNFs are not a fun aspect of the sport. Uh, we very much do not root for them, but they do happen a lot of times because of just engine failure and the potential blackout spot on the track. On what? It could happen. It could happen. Any any other uh, update? I, I've been looking at the news and no one's mentioned it. Uh, not yet. They're not keep, yet. They're keeping it underground. Okay, yeah. They're trying to hush those rumors. Uh, Don't listen to everything the media tells you. <laughs> so, that, so we both picked, I respectively picked five DNFs. Pat respectively picked four. So, BetMGM actually had odds on cars to be classified at the end result, essentially saying how many DNFs there will be. And the best lines are actually exactly what we set over under 15.5. So, either four or five plus uh, odds. So, Pat, you had the, uh, you had the over. What are your thoughts on uh, those odds? Life's too short to bet the under. Minus 135, take the over. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, certainly don't want to see DNFs, but... Under at 15.5 at plus 100 certainly gives me kind of a good feeling, though, because, as you mentioned, there's not as many straights, a lot of room for error. They just went from a track with, I believe, 
13 turns to now it's 23. Yeah. <laughs> so you're increasing the turns. There are some very tricky parts of the track, especially that first turn right if you come off the line. Mm-hmm. There's a nice little curve into a very sharp, it's almost a 270-degree turn. Mm-hmm. So I just think we may have uh, run into some issues. Not city circuit. Walls are not forgiving to Formula One cars. Okay, that's possible. Never, exactly. Never at the realm of possibilities. <laughs> you know, you and I in uh, F1, the video game, have uh, damage off because uh, we suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that just goes to show that these guys are, the, the margin for error is a lot less than uh, our shitty little setups. I regret nothing. <laughs> Perfect. So now on to um, winning race margin. I thought it'd be kind of fun to uh, maybe look at just some different things, uh, more like, um, you know, over under type bets, you know, something where you can put $10, you can win back nine, you win back seven, you know, actually some bang for your buck. Whereas, you know, if you bet Verstappen, you know, you bet 10, you only win back about six. So a little bit more fun here. So really what I'm looking at is the winning margin for the race. Uh, basically it's from zero seconds to, uh, basically six seconds is going to be the under and then the over is six or more seconds. Uh, for margin of victory, so Pat, what what are your thoughts here? You know, especially regarding maybe uh, the last race and the winning margins. You know, what what are you thinking? It's a tough call. Basically, it's going to come down to will there be a safety car or not at the end. Mm. So Monza, like we talked about, there was a safety car and the winning margin was two point six seconds. But if you don't think there's going to be a safety car, I think the over six seconds is a pretty safe bet. I like it. You know, I'm looking at the uh, the last race results, and it was Sebastian Bettel taking the first one back in 2019, followed by Charles Leclerc, also in the Ferrari, uh, and that was just a plus 2.6 seconds. So it was a very tight race uh, in that one. You know, obviously both uh, two Ferraris, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm thinking the over. You know, I, as much as I am taking the DNFs uh, to happen, I think once we get to that point in the race, as much as there is the you know, fatigue, and, you know, obviously all these drivers have been training for the heat and the stress oh, yeah. that they're going to be under. I just think that at that point, you know, depending on what, what position you're in, I think the race standings are going to be a bit set. Yeah. So I'd be very surprised to see uh, something like that happen. And I'm hedging my emotions because if Max or Charles does win by that much, it's not a very stressful ending. But no. if it's close, hey, then we have something to really cheer for at the end. That's true. Uh, so, so maybe a silver lining there. So, Pat, you added in this last special bet, so I kind of want to hear your thoughts on it, and, uh, you know, maybe, what, what's the deal? Well, you see, we've been talking about it, betting on Verstappen, it's just, it's so boring. So if you're going to bet on Verstappen, you got to add in some crazy twists to it. So the bet I like, it's plus a thousand odds, it's Verstappen to win by more than ten seconds, have the fastest lap, and Red Bull to have the fastest pit stop. <laughs> so, if you're going to bet on Verstappen... Have some fun with it. See what the pit stops are going. It makes everything more exciting. And plus a thousand, not terrible because you think you gotta think Max can get two of those pretty easily. I I, I think I will be putting two units on that. Nice. Yeah, uh, my units are five dollars uh, because I'm not rich. What are your units? Five dollars because I'm also not rich. <laughs> Fantastic. You heard <laughs> it here. All right. Well, that essentially wraps us up uh, on our bets. You know, we already did kind of a a bit of a outline for the race uh, in our last episode. So make sure you check that out if you haven't uh, to hear just more kind of our inside thoughts uh, on this race. Um, And then our final note is that uh, we are, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we're recording this one uh, 
via camera. Uh, so we are actually going to be uh, producing some video content now that, you know, highlighting certain sections of the podcast. Uh, and that's going to be on the Better Than Nothing uh, YouTube channel. Uh, so that link will also be uh, in our Spotify, uh, as well as I'm sure we'll throw it out on, you know, Instagram and stuff like that. Um, so thank you all very much. Pat, any final words? Lights out and away we go. Lights out and away we go. Just one more cringy thing we can always say. Uh, I didn't do the starting, uh, you know, the, the starting one. Um, Not enough cringe this episode. Got to throw some in there. I like it. All right. Well, thank you for sticking on this long. This is Betting the Grid with your hosts, Jack and Pat. Tune in next time for a Singapore recap. Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about. Bros, Foes, and Heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of, and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and, and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story. And just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden yeah. Age stuff is always the best. And we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness yeah. of everything. Yeah. That's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bros Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. <laughs> Bros and Bros and Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen Heroes. Gonna tell you about. Welcome to One Star Rewind, a new podcast about those dreaded one star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one star review to better understand how it happened when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners who will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story.